I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode of the Long Run Podcast is sponsored by Sketches. Okay, well done everybody if you're singing, especially after that. Okay, welcome everybody to the Long Run Show. Hands up if you've never ever watched or listened to the Long Run Show. That's handy because I was going to chuck you out. I was going to get Fletcher to chuck you out. Okay, guys. Well, thank you firstly for joining us on our shakeout run. I hope you enjoyed that. Did you enjoy that? A bit odd, wasn't it? Um, okay, so today's special, 30 minute special, is a bit of a QA sort of thing. We thought we were the Great North Run tomorrow. We'll throw it out to you guys to ask some questions, half marathon related, whatever fueling or, I don't know, how old Hayden is. Whatever it is, we thought we'd do that. But as always, if you came to the National Rally Show, I started that with a game. So I thought we'd do the same thing today just to get you into the spirits of things. And because we're in Newcastle, I thought we could do a little bit of a sort of, I don't know, what's the best way to describe it? Getting you sort of Geordie ready for tomorrow. So if you're a Geordie, you're not allowed to take part. I'm not singling you out but you will cheat. Uh, hands up if you're a southern fairy like me. Oh, brilliant, there's loads of you. Okay, so we're gonna learn some Geordie. I thought that would be a really good way to start. So I did a video about this and I had absolutely no idea what any of these mean. So, firstly, where's Steph, by the way? She's there, right, Al, go and see Steph because she's gonna give what these actually mean because I still can't remember. So after me, I want you all to say, oh dear, why I man? Hands up if you know what that means. All right, hang on. Cole, Cole's definitely not a Jordy. Cole, tell him what he means. Well, I guess it means, how are you? Steph? No. no? Uh, I, just, I don't even know what it means because I just say it. You uh, just say it. Cole, you just say it. Good start. It. it doesn't mean nothing. You just say it. Okay. Next one. This is going to be... 
If you're a clamming, have a stotty. After me. If you're a clamming, have a stotty. Go. All right. Who knows what that means? Oh, right over there. I've just done three miles. Toby, is this going to work over here? What does it mean? What does it mean? Is that right? Yeah, give a round of applause. Correct. Okay. Listen, next one. It's Stutlin down. It'll be Clarty the Mora. You must have made. Try again. After me. It's Stutlin Dune. It'll be Clarty the Mora. Anyone know? Yes. It's got to be the weather. It's raining heavily, so it'll be very muddy tomorrow. Way aye, man. Yeah, give a round of applause. Okay, and this is for you lot, after the Great North Run, tomorrow, all of you, I'm canny knackered, let's get him, go, I'm canny knackered, let's go home, any ideas? Hang on Marissa, no expletives, no expletives. Why did you say that? It's, I'm bloody knackered, I'm going home. Yeah, yeah round of applause. Last one, because oh, this, this, I still don't know what this actually means. How, this ain't right. How man, I'm Nebby, gives a deeks. That can't be, what, no, they've got to say it, go. How man, hey, I'm Nebby, gives a deeks. Right, hands up, I'm not coming to you. Anybody? Anybody? No, right. Um, yeah, man, I'm nosy, give us a look. Ah, oh, right, give Steph a round of applause. Okay. One more thing to do, one more thing to do, which is very, 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 very important. This young man here, this weekend, is 72 years old. <laughs> and we can't get a thing. We've got him a little present. He has no idea about this, by the way. Uh, where is she? Uh, just look at, oh, yeah, she's ignoring me, the wife who helped me set it up. Bosh. Oh, no. You ready? After three, everyone sing happy birthday to Hayden. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Hayden. Happy birthday to you. Hey, give him a round of applause. Show him what it is. This is for race day tomorrow, because it's actually his birthday tomorrow. He started in the OAP section. Look, look, look. Birthday boy, look. Ready for the day. Well done, Hayden. Okay. Let's get... That's all right, Let's get this show on the road. So, like I said, uh, this really works uh, because of you guys. So, if you've got a question, uh, whatever it is, stick your hand up. We've got uh, Al over there. We've got uh, Wilco's over there. So, whether you want to know about, I don't know, tomorrow, whether you're nervous about anything, or just whatever it is, stick your hand up. Who's going to be our first victim? Oh, Carl, look, straight in there. Come on, Al. Now, don't be shy, people. Because oh, I will tell us your name and where you're from. My name's Carl, I'm from London. Uh, what's your advice with the heat tomorrow? Good call. Uh, okay, I, I'm going to tell you, let's go through what we're going to do differently, yeah? What are you going to do differently? First, first and foremost, absolutely just slow it down. There's just no point tomorrow in going out, going out silly. Um, as you said, it can be dangerous. People laugh about it and say, oh, it's going to get a bit more sweaty. It can be dangerous. You have to have to slow it down. Evaluate your performance tonight. Think to yourself, if you was going to go for a time tomorrow, which... On the Great North Run, I wouldn't advise anyway. It's a tough old run. But if you are, I'd evaluate that tonight. Drop it down by a few minutes. But also, have a look at the temperature tomorrow. I don't think it's going to be as hot as what you think it is. And they're looking at a bit of rain in the morning. So hopefully, fingers crossed, 
it's not going to be too bad. But yeah, most importantly, literally just cut it back. Make sure you're hydrated. Take the hydration on course, but don't change your plan too much. If you're planning to hydrate two or three bits of water along that course tomorrow, do exactly the same. Maybe go for the fourth one, but don't think every single water station, because it's hot, I'm going to start hydrating. Don't change your plans too much. You'll be fine. That's a good point, because you, you came a cropper in London with that, didn't you? Yeah, I am. Um I'm massively overfueled, so I had the fear of not taking on enough water because it was warmer than expected that October. Um, and I overhydrated, which people don't ever talk about. Oh, can you hear me now? Oh, there we go. Um, yeah, so I overhydrated. So I think for me, I agree with Hayden. Yes, obviously take water as you planned. You may need a bit extra. But um, the thing that I would do is walk through the water stations. So don't feel afraid to kind of get your water, walk on, whether it's 100 metres, 200 metres, whatever it is, take that on and make sure you take it rather than just chucking it all over you. So. Yeah, I think from my side, I think you nailed it. I would say make sure afterwards, because I think we neglect that afterwards because uh, you probably will go to the pub or something like that. But really think about it when you finish because you're going to need more, okay? And You know, your electrolyte drinks, you know, the basic stuff. But make sure you really hydrate for the rest of the day as well because that will really impact you the day after. You might wake up feeling a bit ropey. Or, I don't know, some of you may be training for something else. It, it will impact you. So make sure, what they, do what these guys have said. Take down your aspirations for the day. Fun run it. Have, some, have a great time. It's the best race out there. But then afterwards, make sure you look after yourself. I came through here a couple of years ago. and it was, We hadn't expected it to be so hot, and we felt awful afterwards. Because we hadn't hydrated, like on the train, you know when you're on the train or wherever you're going, we felt terrible because we hadn't hydrated. Because that year, for whatever reason, they didn't give us anything once we finished, which was mental. Uh, hopefully this year, I think they're going to put more out. So another quick cheat is like, after you finish here, go and get a bottle of Coke and stick it in your, your bag and put that in the bus. An extra drink in your bag for when you finish. Maybe something salty as a snack. Something like that afterwards can bring you back to life. But yeah, do what the, the guys and girls said. Right, next question. I just saw that last oh. one, Chris. Can I just say one other point? If you are going to overhydrate as such, you're going to take on more water. It's really important, especially if you're a sweaty runner. Make sure you take something with salt-based. Yeah, salt sticks, things that are really good. Otherwise, the more salt you lose, you're at more danger than dehydration. Actually, hang on. I've got an idea on that. Where's Ben? Ben, you take salt. Where, when do you take your salt tablets? Uh, I take mine one half an hour before we start and then one every four miles. Okay, so again. And I've got you know, mate. Yeah, there you go. Right, so uh, there was somebody. So was yeah, over here. Okay. Hi. What's your name? Uh, my name's Balger. I'm from the Toon. Ah, she's Local from, knowledge. She's from the Toon. Knowledge, like. Um, I get very excited, like an excited puppy, and I shoot out the traps at 100 miles an hour. How can I slow down so I wear me salute? I've got to be honest. I've got to be honest. Chris. <laughs> I, I Chris, she says she goes too, she starts too quick. It starts too quick. How can she avoid that? I thought she was asking me out for a date, but okay. So, well, she ain't now, mate. Oh. <laughs> uh, so who wants that one? Uh, where's Al? Al, take that one. Starting too quickly. You have to kind of write, you have to kind of rein yourself in, so you kind of have to be in that of kind of trying to block all that excitement that's going to be happening tomorrow, because most people will want to go off fast, so it's just about having a little bit of self-discipline. You can, um, I don't know if you're running to a particular pace, but, you know, use tech if you've got it, just to just keep an eye on, but don't get too obsessed. And the third thing is just have a, a kind of marker in your mind, whether it's a couple of miles in, just as a checkpoint. So if you find yourself and you have got carried away, 
Give yourself plenty of time to pull it back early. Don't wait until you're halfway and you're kind of well into the race to go, oh, I've gone a bit too fast, I now need to start worrying. So set that checkpoint in quite early and it gives you a chance then to adjust accordingly. Because the biggest focal, the biggest feature that you will go past go up when you go over the time bridge, which is about a mile and a half in, something yeah, like it's that. Close. So you can just take it easy and get to the bridge and then see how you feel and take it from there. That's I, a good you know, point, that'd be a good sort of tactic. That's a very good point. I think it's really easy with the Great North Run because there's like I think five or six lanes and they, you send out and you do, you feel like you're starting the Grand National. And then you'll see the geezer up there with his hat on shouting, cheering, there'll be the BBC up there and all that. And you, and you can't help but get ahead of yourself. You're absolutely buzzing. But like Wilco said, even if you use between the start and the time bridge just to rein it back, keep it well within yourself, find that rhythm, because it's going to be super busy. You're probably going to be weaving about anyway, but just hold everything back, at least to the time bridge and then settle in and then sort of go from there. Uh, anything from you? Yeah, I'd say pick yourself, have a, look at the, have a look at the route tonight, pick yourself like a target, like maybe two mile point. Think to yourself, at that two mile point, I want to be there at 22 minutes exact. Play a game with yourself, see how close to that 22 minutes you can get. And then think to yourself, at five miles, I want to be there at, say, one hour. See how close you can get to that one hour. Make that your goal rather than your finishing goal. And then suddenly you're on track and you're at the right pace and you haven't got out too fast. If you feel good, back end, you can just give it a go. Now, you're doing it for the first time tomorrow. So, apart from having the joy of running with me, what's your. Easy. Is that a joy? Easy. What's your strategy for not going off like a maniac tomorrow? Uh, run to feel, because your watch can also go. And I think Hayden's made a good point, but I think you know in yourself how it feels. And with the heat, if it feels hard, it is hard. So back out. There's no point in going off, feeling like you're ruined by the end of like the first 5K, and then you're thinking, actually, I've got another 16 to go. So. Okay. All right. We'll let her off. Next. <laughs> Don't forget, name where you're from. Hello, my name is James from Sunderland. Hello, James. Uh, first, well, it's actually two questions, if that's okay with you. Oh. Yeah. I'm not sure, <laughs> I'll be honest. Always first one. of all, because I'm planning to do my first Lakeland. Have you heard of the Lakeland 50? Lakeland 50? Yeah, Lakeland 50, an ultramarathon. No, no, that's too far. <laughs> well, um, oh, too far. My, first, my first question is, what shoe would you recommend for the Lakeland? Superblast. Super. <laughs> <laughs> And He's saying no, but so they're thinking you can, you can wear that on the moon. It's uh, so good. Uh, Next. And the second question, slightly personal, what shoe are you going to use tomorrow? I'm not allowed to say, because Carl, where is he, from Start Fitness? We've got to give a shout out to the guys from Start Fitness. Uh, we, we ran a comp on Instagram about what race shoe I'm wearing tomorrow. And if I give that out today, I might get absolutely shot by him. So move on without anybody noticing. <laughs> Next question. Mick. Mick. I'll, come, I'll come see Mick. Your name's Mick, I assume. Yeah, Mick from Staffs. Um, in the pens tomorrow, is the left-hand side or the right-hand side the best to go? Oh. Left. Okay, right. Hands up, if every, hands up if you're going left. Hands up if you've got no idea what we're talking about. Okay. So, they all listen to last week's podcast. They all listen to the podcast, which is good news. So, uh, look, I went a bit rogue last year, and I went right. And I can tell you it's better left. So definitely stay left because you'll get to do the oggies first. All right? So the oggies are through the underpass. So you'll come out, whatever you do, go left. And then all of a sudden you'll be running through and then some idiot like me will start shouting really loud and then the rest will just take over. 
and then you'll be doing it the whole way because there's underpass after underpass all your way to the time bridge. It is one of the best things. And your, your hairs on your arms stand up when it's going on. It is crazy that just how many people are doing it is, is, is just unbelievable. It's 100% go left. It's, the right is just, mate, it's just nothing going on there. It's all boring. It's all people who do biking go right. Uh, next question. Hello. Oh, Sue. Sta Sue, stand up. <laughs> hey. I'm Sue, I'm the London satellite leader. Um, for those who've, who have done it before, the GNR before, what is your favourite memory of your first GNR? First, well, uh, she's, she's looking at me. I know, I'm, looking, I'm I thinking know. of you as well. The reason, the reason Sue's looking at me is it's actually the first time I've ever met Sue and Fletch and Karen. So two years ago, I'd done it dressed up as a panda, just for the sake of it, why not? It's for prostate cancer, it's for a really good cause. And I was going down to the start, and I was by myself, didn't know anyone, I was in a separate pen. And I thought, I really need to go to the toilet. And I had this full zip-up costume with this head on, and I just knew it was going to be a nightmare. But I thought, I was standing there for ages, debating whether to do it, and I thought, right, I'm going for it. So I went up the hill, as everyone does at the start, because up in the hill, into the bushes. Uh, sorry, we're not telling you to do that, because just in case no, great North runs here. Do not right? do that, do not do yeah, that. Yeah, Karen. But I gave some people the fright of their life, and as they come up the hill and they saw a panda in the bushes doing a toilet. <laughs> so, and one of the people was Sue, and as I come down the hill, I could hear, Hayden, 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 I look round, and everyone's waving at me. That just made everyone who's lined up to start look at me and know where I've been, so thanks for that. Uh, you haven't done it, so you don't. Uh, Wilco? Well, I wouldn't say it was a happy memory, but the most memorable moment really was, um, and lots, lots of you have done it before, empathise with this, was getting to the bottom of the hill and seeing the sea in South Shields and then turning left and thinking, I've nearly done this, I've got this cracks, so I've got about 300 yards to go and I'm there and I ran the longest mile of my life. <laughs> it was horrendous and I got all these people, I can't make good man, go keep going and all this and I'm just like, I'm nearly collapsed. Oh dear. So please, if that was one, one, one bit of advice yeah. for tomorrow, don't think that you've got it cracked when you get to the seaside, because you've still got it's to do out. another mile. Ow. I'm popping my GNR You're popping cherry, your cherry tomorrow. So, yeah. Okay. Um, I tell you what, he's over there, but let's go and ask Spigo. I've, I've got a mic, I'll give him the No, yeah, go and ask Spigo, because he did his first last year. He had the joy of running with me. Come on, Spigo, your fans want to hear from you. It's that word joy again that you're <laughs> misplacing. So, Come on. I've, it has to be getting like, my well-fitting medium T-shirt at the end of last year. Oh, right. I shouldn't have asked him, should I? Um... I don't know, where's Karen Lumley? Where's Karen Lumley? Where? In the pub. 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 In the pub. <laughs> That's actually no surprise, really, is it? She's busted. So, Karen Lumley, I don't know whether it was my first, second, third, whatever it was, but the, one of the highlights of running the Great North Run was Karen Lumley is just an absolute legend. And we was running down, um, we got down where Wilco was talking, along South Shields. And I just heard Karen shouting as loud as she could. She was absolutely blowing out of her rear end. But it was, she was just the best person to see. Like, it sounds funny, but like with all this stuff that we've done, to get down at the end, and Karen was just like, we were just bouncing down the end. It was just a, a really joyous moment to see each other. And she cracks me up anyway, because she was absolutely ruined. And we sort of stumbled across the line. It was, it was just so good. And I, that never leaves you. I think I should qualify that, yeah, it was the longest mile I ever run, but it was the best mile I ever run. It was I've just the best. Run. It was the it's best. It's amazing. You got so much. It's so just good. such a brilliant experience yeah. you got to look forward to tomorrow. Yeah. All right, next question. No. Anybody, anybody? Was, oh, come oh, over here. here. Hello, sir. I can't believe Karen's What's gone. Your name? I can't Tim. believe it. Tim from London. Um, I, till the end of July, I 
was 100% wanting to do this in one hour 50 and nothing else one hour 50. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. And if it wasn't 1 hour 50, it would be an absolute disaster and I would head back to London feeling totally um, a failure in many ways. I want to do 150, but I'm becoming increasingly worried about the heat and some comments that there's a mass sort of like parkrun start to this race going off over the bridge and things like that. How would you manage these expectations? And uh, is it a massive... Cr- it's not a... Cr- maybe crush is the wrong word, yeah. but a massive crowd across the start. The, the, start, the start is busy. Yeah, the start is busy, but I think it's busy in a good way. You'll feel you'll feed off of that energy at the start. Um, it's a rolling kind of start sort of thing. Once they let you go, then everybody just feels through. I, I've got to be honest with you. I, I would take that time off your head because of the heat. You, you, there's no point coming a cropper right at mile twelve thinking you're a hero, and then you're out of action for the rest of the year. Why not just go? You know what? It's bloody hot tomorrow. I'm going to chill out. I'm going to have the best time ever. Get to Elvis. Give him a hug. Do the beer, but then sorry, just chill I out. Just, I'm really sorry. I need to cut in okay, before okay. Elvis has retired. What? No what? more Elvis. Elvis is gone. He's left the building. What? Elvis has left the building. What? You told me Elvis is going to be I there. I told her Elvis. She only come to see Elvis. Retired. Seriously? Retired. Well, hang on. I've had a brilliant idea. No. Move on. Next question. Birthday Next question. Boy. Next Birthday question. Birthday boy. No. Look. Let's go. Let's go back. Let's go back, Elvis. So. You're not going to get to Elvis. But the most important thing tomorrow is your health and safety, right? Why be a hero? What, what does 150 mean to you tomorrow so much that you're willing to risk your life? Yeah, so what? So you, I'll be honest with you. I'd sack that right off and I'd go somewhere where it's flat, it's fast, and I'd go and do it there. Tomorrow, just have the best time ever, all right? Come and run with me and admin. She'd love it. Come and run with us. We're going to run about, I don't know, three hours or whatever it is. Tomorrow's all about enjoying the Great North Run, running with 60,000 other runners and having the best time ever. Honestly, look after yourself. It's more important that you're fit and healthy and you cross that line in one piece. There's going to be a lot, a lot of people in trouble tomorrow. Don't be one of them. Honestly, take that advice, please. I'd also say as well, for a lot of people thinking about that with PBs, we spoke about it loads of times. If you're chasing PBs, do a local race, do yeah, a quieter race. This is not These it. big races, they're there for a reason to be enjoyed. Mm. Not many of you, everyone's going to prove me wrong here now, but not many of you will go out to London Marathon, go out to oh, even Berlin Marathon, wherever you're going to get PBs. These are days to be enjoyed. If you want to get a PB, look at the target, those local races, all those smaller races that are flatter, there's less people around, less pressure. You haven't got the stuff at the start we're talking about. And do it at the time of year you want to do it at. 
where you can think, do you know what, I'm going to do a one in October. It's a bit cool on. I know I can hit a PB. Work to that. In the meantime, put this race into your training plan and enjoy it and have fun. This is Just what these races fun. are for. Life's too bleeding chill. Right, who's next? Oh, down the front. Oh. Oh, no. Haven't you had a question? No. Oh, I was your mate, wasn't it? Sorry. Yeah. Um, I just want to ask about tapering, what your advice is for it. About what? Tapering. Oh, tapering. I'll, I'll say it's a bit late. <laughs> Race is tomorrow. <laughs> uh, are we talking in general? Yeah. Okay, so. Um, right, so uh, is anybody in here doing after this, like a marathon or anything like that? Oh, blimey, quite a few of you. Right, uh, hands up if you're doing Chicago. Hands up if you're doing Berlin. Loch Ness. What's the other one, Chester? Beachy Head. Beachy Head. Yorkshire. Yorkshire. York. Okay, right. Oh, anyone joining me in Hayden in New York? Hero. <laughs> oh, the boss. Okay, tapering. Uh, Al, what are you going to do with your tapering for Berlin? Mine's a bit different because my training for Chicago hasn't really oh, sorry, Chicago. hit the mileage I wanted to. So normally I'd be thinking about tapering for Chicago in th three weeks' time, about now. I'm probably going to push it a little bit longer because I know I haven't put in enough miles. So I'm still trying to catch up another long run tomorrow. So I'm going to do a little bit of a run, do my race tomorrow, and that's probably one week longer than I would normally do. So for me, it's, it's looking at my total mileage and trying to assess um, where I am in kind of overall fatigue levels because tapering is about giving your body and your mind the time to recover. And I would emphasise that it's as much about your mind as it is your body because you've probably done 15, 16 20 weeks, you might be in a cycle where you're on to your second or third marathon in a, in a year, and actually you will be more tired mentally than you probably are physically. So it's about taking some time out for yourself. It is about lowering some of the intensity, uh, but doing enough to kind of keep your um, aerobic levels at, a, at the level they need to be. You don't want to kind of come off so much that by the time you get to race day, you're thinking... I ain't going to get around a park run, let alone 26.2 miles, because I've just had my feet up. I've carb-loaded for three and a half weeks, and I'm kind of really struggling a little bit. But it's, it's, it's really a personal thing, and I think you've just got to be in check with your own body, and you've just got to think about where, you, where you've been in your training plan in terms of when to push and then when just to pull it back. But we'd probably say two to three weeks is a typical tapering period. That's the ideal period, but for a lot of you who think yourself, you're not sure about tapering, the main idea of tapering is if you're up here at 100% on a chart, and this is your fitness, and you've just done your last run, so your fitness is, your last 20 miles, your fitness is right up here at 100%, your fatigue's going to be down here at zero. The idea is you get that balance right, where your fitness will come down very, very slowly, and very, very little bit by little bit over the three weeks, but your rest and your fatigue will start to come up, and you start to get a little bit better. The idea is to get that sweet spot, which is about there, which is about three weeks. So your body's fully recovered, but you've still got your full fitness. When you hit that spot there, two of them, you're ready for marathon day, marathon training. Some people, that's three weeks. Some people, it's two weeks. But it just depends on your body. But this is why it's important when you're doing your taper to not overdo it, because your fitness might go up a little bit more, but then your fatigue's going to come down. You've got to get that body fatigue up and get rested. There we go. Quite useful, really, isn't it? I'd have just, I'd have just said do whatever. No. Uh, next question. I'm conscious of time now before we get thrown out. 
Uh, who's next? Hiya, I'm Kaylee and I'm from Sunderland. Don't beat us up. <laughs> um, yeah, mine is just a bit of a personal one. Like, I do race a lot, but like, I really struggle with pre-race jitters. So mm -hmm. I wondered how you all coped with your own personal sort of stand on the start line and coping with the anxiety side of it. Oh, shall I tell you that one? Because since I'm a, I'm a nervous wreck. <laughs> you won't believe it, but I am. Um, for me, I, I, you, <laughs> just, I know I've got daggers. Um, I'm, I'm murdering in the morning, okay? So I have a real set routine. These will take the mickey out of me, but I get up really early. Uh, I'll have everything laid out tonight, and I'll have a routine of going through everything, and I don't change that at all. Then I get into the pen, and then I'll be looking at my watch, and I'll be focusing on my countdown. And then I'll be looking at the screens to make sure that they've gone off, so everything's okay about that. I've probably been to the toilet about eight times. But I, I just I try and focus on one or two things that I am in control of, so I'm well within myself. If I start getting anxious, like I said to you on the podcast the other day, you know, I start looking at you know five or six different things, just try and cool myself down. But in general, I, I just have a very set routine, and if that routine's broken, these guys can testify that I am murdered. But again, I try and center it back into a calm place, breathing, all that kind of stuff. I find music really helps, and the Great North Run is amazing for that. The music at the start in the pens, last year was different because of the Queen, but usually the place is rocking. So again, I focus on that and start, you know, dancing, things like that. Anything to take my mind off, I've now got to run 13.1 miles. Yeah, it's all that sort of, you know, fight, flight thing and just trying to track in a, in a, on an even kill, but somewhere that I'm not, I'm almost distracted. Does that make sense? I think um, you just made a good point as well, though, which is even though you may be in a different place, staying in a different place, try not to do anything too different. So if you can eat the same kind of food... Oh, I've got porridge up. with me. I raided the, I raided the cup when I left. <laughs> but, um, yeah, keep it consistent, right? Don't try anything new. Don't go out and have a different breakfast. Um, decide you're going to wear something else, right? Keep it to what you know. Yeah, just as I say, I'll, I'll have it all laid out exactly the same, like I'm at home. I might even bring the dog. Right, who's next? Anybody? Last call, because they're going to throw us out in a couple of minutes, years. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, hang on. oh we'll, come, we'll come to you. No, hang on. We'll you mentioned earlier that you um, found you overhydrate sometimes with some races. How do you know if you're overhydrating your body? Because I think I've done that before, but not realised. Well, so did how, that what's the signs of that? You did a terrific example of that in London, didn't you? Um, because I felt terrible. Right, and I felt full, and I felt heavy, and I felt so. The, the the thought is that you shouldn't get to a point where you feel really thirsty, right? So you need to take small sips, little and often, um, to take it as you go through, kind of consistently. Don't kind of guzzle down a whole bottle and then go, oh my god. Um, I think do what you've done in training is the main thing that I can say to you, right? So on in training, I know I take water with my gels every kind of three, four miles whenever I'm taking it. Do the same thing. Don't think that just because there is a water station every two miles, I think it is tomorrow, that you need to take water every two miles. If you're used to taking it every three miles, take it every three miles. If you take it every four miles, do the same thing. Don't think that just because it's there, and if you're used to taking, I don't know, 100 mils, whatever it is, don't suddenly think, you might want to take a bit more because of the heat, but don't guzzle down 500 mils and think you're going to be the same. I think you'll know, because it starts swashing about. I did it at Edinburgh, and that's why I came out stuck at Edinburgh, because I overhydrated as well. I had a chronic stitch at like mile 20, 21. 
and it just ruined me. I don't know why I was doing it, because it's only like 15 degrees, it's just an idiot. But, but you can't help it, can you? You go, oh, it's a bit hot, and then you start going like this. But yeah. I like, think the other thing is, though, you can overhydrate from the night before. So yes. Like, yes, we need to take on fuel today. It's hot, we've all been out, we've run, yeah. right? So yes, we're going we're gonna to drink, need to make sure we've got water, take electrolytes or whatever you need to take. But don't think I need to drink two litre bottle of water before I go to bed and then wake up and drink another two litre bottle of water. That's basically what I did in Edinburgh, so just don't do it. Uh, okay, there was this young man there. Preston, uh, just a quick one, Chris. Is it vest and sun cream or T-shirt tomorrow? Uh, well, please, I, please. Well, Neither. Don't encourage him. <laughs> please don't encourage him. It's half tights, no top. No, 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 rock and no, roll. No, 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 You're not running with me then? See, look, I've already been told off because Ben made me take my top off at a big half, Natch. Um, so, no, tomorrow I'm vest. Oh, I, 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 you know, all this body stuff, I just got over it. I just don't care. I, it is what it is. Just wear a vest. It's better for you. It's, it's cooler. I get, I get understand why people don't want to, you know, wear a vest. But honestly, it's so much better. It really is. He got all these hairy shoulders and everything. Like it's, like, it's not a good look. It don't matter. What are you going to do about it? You're going to only see the person once. Wave at them and carry on. Yeah. What about when you get on the BBC and they show you? Oh, yeah, I will be on the BBC tomorrow with my media pass. <laughs> Me and Mo. Right, next, last question. So I'm Damien from Carlisle. Uh, I've got a question just after Great North Run, basically, because uh, I'm doing Great North Run and then Chicago Marathon. What kind of training would you do afterwards? Would you just carry on doing the training Good blog? Question. Okay, or, right. Because my plan is that I'm supposed to do a training blog straight after, but Great North is my A race, which I'm going for PB, and then Chicago is my A race, which again, I'm going for PB. So okay. what, what to do between the two? Yeah. Right, so we're all doing races after this, right? So what are you doing? So Chicago isn't my main A race, but I understand the predicament you're in, and I actually think this has worked out perfect. So go for it tomorrow, have a good run, and you've got next week, if I was you, I'd go for your longest run, then you've got the three weeks taper down to Chicago. Well, it's absolutely perfect. If it was me, I'd run the first half target pace, back out. So I get, you know, seven, eight miles, whatever it is, then back out, come back to your easy pace, but go target to start with, really work on that, uh, and then back out of it. And then after this race, I would look to probably, what you got, how many weeks you got? Four. Four weeks, so you're doing 20 coming up, aren't you? So you've got 20 coming up, right? Or what are you doing, 22? You're doing 20. So yeah, so you've got, you got still plenty of time. So the most important thing, I think, is to get over this because this is really going to impact us tomorrow because it's so bleeding not. So again, make sure you recover from this before you hit it too hard going up into it. Just give yourself a little bit more to recover from it because it's going to be tough tomorrow. How about you? Me? Yeah, you. Um, I am going to run some of it at target pace tomorrow. And then what are you going to do after between Chicago? Um, my longest run is next weekend, so I'm going to do 20 miles next weekend and then taper. So I'm using this as a bit of a training run to make sure I feel good. I'm in race kit, like wearing my race shoes tomorrow. So for me, this is not about going for a time. It's about kind of going, right, how does it feel? How does it feel halfway? Uh, testing that pace, testing the yeah, shoes. You always, get, you always get a gauge of where you're at physically, yeah. mentally as well. That's why I say run. If, if, if I was doing Chicago, I'd run, I'd run the first half target and then back out. Just so you understand, kit, how you're feeling. Yeah. Right, uh, we really probably should wrap it up because they're probably going to chuck us out. Has anyone got anything dyingly that dying they want to ask before we go? No? Okay, right, so. All I would say to you is this. Tomorrow, I guess most of you are running it, please be careful, right? Don't be a hero. It's not worth it. It really is not. Give yourself plenty of time to get there tomorrow. It's going to be busy, as always. You know, give yourself plenty of time. 
Make sure you thank all the volunteers. Make sure you thank all the St John's ambulance. Make sure you thank the geezer who's picking up the cup off the uh, side of the road and putting it in the bin for you. All that kind of stuff. Look after each other as well. But most importantly, have some fun. I think that's the key to this race. It is such a fun race. It's going to blow your mind. Big shout out again to the guys at Start Fitness. Thanks very much to those for putting this on today. Make sure, make sure you head over to the store, clear them out of everything, use my code 40 rounds again. You're all very welcome to use that. Birthday boy tomorrow, you've got to wear your top, no excuses. Al, have I missed anything out? Don't think so, no. Wilco, have I missed anything out? Pub, four o'clock. Yeah, pub, four o'clock. Oh, I know what I missed out. Tomorrow morning, the meet-up. Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll have a meet-up. Right, so I want to say, I'm going to memorise every single face. Exhibition Park tomorrow, about 9.30, we're going to do a huge picture. We're going to stop traffic as always. Come along, don't be on your own. Bring people that may, you know, you collect them up on the tube or whatever and just bring them as well. We don't want anybody being on their own, feeling anxious or anything like that. That's what this is all about. Bring everybody along with you. We're going to have a huge picture. Then we're going to smash the living daylights at the Great North Run. So that's it for me. Thank you to everybody for coming. Tobe, take us out. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.